Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> I would say chicken little arguments on how if we would close the coal plants, it would cause catastrophic effects for the energy supply on the island. AES can close tomorrow while keeping the lights on and preventing price increases on the island. Energy is the industry that powers every other industry. The lower cost and more reliable energy is, the lower cost and more reliable uh, everything is, and vice versa. And I just want to stress that Puerto Rico's energy situation is terrible. And one of the reasons I want to testify today is nobody is talking about that. They're talking about how do we maintain the status quo? The status quo is terrible in Puerto Rico. It desperately needs more low-cost, reliable energy. And just as one more comment, it doesn't seem like anybody here knows the actual facts so i just want to stress what what percentage right now i cannot believe i mean i'm really disappointed that representative ocasio cortez talks about shutting down the coal plant tomorrow i don't know if anyone knows what percentage of renewables the whole island is so it's 2.5 percent i mean this is this is so disappointing that we're talking about this so unseriously. So we really need to highlight the value of low-cost, reliable energy and really talk about why Puerto Rico needs much more of it. I don't mean to pick on Representative Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, he may not want to pick on her, but I certainly do. <laughs> Welcome back. I hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. I made it through unscathed. I still have all of my fingers and toes, so I'm doing good as of this morning. None of the kids got hurt. Everybody had a great time. Once again, happy birthday, America. Let's get into it. AOC is proposing to shut down a coal plant in Puerto Rico that actually provides 20% of Puerto Rico's power. So her coming out and saying she wants to stop all of the chicken little rhetoric is irresponsible and it's just pure nonsense. Obviously, she didn't do her homework. You can't cut 20% of the island's power with no other available options on how to get these people power. All of your green ideas do not work. They do not provide enough power to supply that to the island. So how does she plan to get power back to these people? It was not but a couple weeks ago she was complaining on the current situation which her grandmother lives in. And now she wants to cut power to the island. Makes sense. I mean, we could do stupid things like once every five days, since it's 20% of the power, we could just kill the power for everybody and say, hey, we're going to have blackouts once a week or once every five days. Sometimes it'll happen twice a week. You could suggest that people use 20% less power. I don't know how they would figure out how to do that, but maybe turn their lights off a little earlier. Maybe don't run the AC, even though it's you know as hot as can be outside in the summertime. I don't know. I don't know how you get there, but it's amazing to me that she would make such reckless comments with no solutions. So she's going to tell you to stop the power plant, but has no idea how to put you back online to make sure that you're getting plenty of electricity to the island. Does Puerto Rico need to suffer anymore? Just out of curiosity. Do we need to suffer anymore? 
You know, I'm a political commentator. I read articles, I study things, I look them up, and I comment on them. I am not a journalist at all. I never was. I don't intend on being. I do look up and present facts and opinion. That's what I do on this podcast. In the same breath, AOC is not a congresswoman. She is a bartender playing congresswoman. She goes around and says reckless things that you would normally say to drunk people in a bar and then expects that, like a drunk person wouldn't agree with you, that everybody's going to agree with you when you're spitting out all these reckless ideas. However, most of us are not drunk, and we see it for what it truly is. So why don't you do what you do best and let other people do what they do best? You shouldn't even be involved in energy because obviously you lack the understanding needed to make intelligent decisions. Just my opinion, as I just stated. On to another idiot. The Olympian, Gwen Berry, the one that snubbed the flag, she turned her back to it and then ended up putting a black shirt over her head that read, Activist Athlete. Well, apparently, she's not as good as she would like you to believe. I guess old tweets were uncovered by her back from 2011, 2012, where she was making some pretty interesting remarks herself. In 2011, she says, this little white boy being bad as hell, I would smack his blank, then stomp him. SMH, hashtag white people's kids, hella disrespectful. In another tweet in 2012, she put S slash O, To all the females who are going to get drunk, get wrecked by four dudes, and then cry rape this weekend. In another one, she put, Mexicans just don't care about people, and laughing faces. Then her final one in 2011 was, just saw this girl wearing heels with white socks. What the hell? Hashtag Chinese people always trying to start new trends. SMH. So this is your activist athlete who is a racist herself, who talks about stomping white children, makes fun of Asian people and Mexicans, and the left is dead silent. That is your hypocritical left doing what they do best. It never matters unless it fits the narrative. So if you happen to be a Democrat and you are of any other race except white, just know that they're playing you. That's what they do. That's the game they play, and you need to be awakened to it. You need to be aware of it because it happens every day, all day. It is unimportant that she said such vulgar things to them because it fits what they need it to fit. She's out there. She's being an activist. She puts makeup on and looks like a complete fool the way she does her makeup. I have no idea what she's trying to symbolize by doing that. If it's just, she thinks she looks cool, whatever it is, she looks like a fool with her makeup on and then ultimately disrespects our flag during the anthem. She came in third place. She turned her back to it. The first and second place winners stood there proud as our anthem was played. My biggest problem with the whole scenario is even more than she's a racist. That doesn't even really surprise me is that somebody like that should absolutely not be representing our country on a world stage or on any stage for that matter. She's going to end up going over to Japan. And if she actually places, is that what she's going to do on the world stage for all the world to see the disrespect that she has for this country? She shouldn't be there. 
She should be thrown off the Olympic team because if you can't stand for the flag and you can't represent the flag in a patriotic manner, then you should not be representing the United States and you got to go. You know, keep in mind, Democrats will always try to tell you that they love America and they're very patriotic. And then during moments like this where there should be backlash and outrage at the way they're acting towards our country, they are dead silent. I know most of you know that, that listen to me. However, there are a lot of people who are still fooled, that are not politically engaged, that don't really pay attention, and actually believe places like CNN are a real news outlet. I got another clip I wanted you to uh, listen to. Uh, It's funny, my podcast today is pretty much all about stupid people. It generally is, but I mean, today I'm really highlighting the ignorance on the left. This is a clip, and if you haven't seen it, it'd be nice for you to see it, but I'll describe it after the fact. Uh, of Joe Biden at the ice cream parlor as he's ordering something and talking to the girls across the counter. Here that is. Sure. (laughs) Right now, sir? Yeah. Uh, With the most recent hack by the Russians, would you say that this this means that... We're not sure it's the Russians. Okay. I spot gun them. I got a brief as I was on the plane. That's why I was late getting off the plane. I got a brief and... uh, Would you like your receipt? Uh, I'll be in better shape to talk to you about it. Um, I'll tell you what they sent me. Okay. Uh, that uh, the idea. First of all, we're not sure who it is for certain. Number one. And what I did, I directed the full resources of the, of the government to assist in a response if we determine. What else you need? Oh, nothing. You're all set. Okay. And um, uh, the fact is that uh, I directed the intelligence community to give me a, a deep dive on what's happened, and I'll know better uh, tomorrow. And if it is uh, either with the knowledge of and or consequence of Russia then that told Putin we will respond. And uh, you didn't tell him already, sir? No, no, I haven't called because we're not we're not certain. The initial thinking was it was not the Russian government. Um, but we're not sure yet. So. I'm not sure that he knows what the hell he's talking about. That clip is extremely disturbing to me. That man can't keep it together. What happened was when the lady asked the original question about the Russians hacking our systems, his response was, we're not sure if it was the Russian government. Then he started to think, and you could see the gears are grinding in his brain and he's not able to get it out. He ends up reaching into his pocket He goes first into the left breast, and then he goes into the right breast. He pulls out paperwork and reads the answer off the paperwork the best he can. What you heard in the end where he's jumbling and, uh, well, the, the, and, uh, uh, of course we're looking into, uh, and, uh, yeah, that's with him actually looking at paperwork. He can't even have and carry a normal conversation with somebody when they ask him a direct question. It would have been as simple as saying, 
We're not 100% sure it's the Russian government. We're currently investigating and looking into it. And when we get more detailed information, we'll have a press conference and everybody will get to know. But for right now, that's as much as I could tell you. And call it a day. That's not disrespectful. It's not a bad response. Here it is. That's it. Plain and simple. He can't even function that well and say these things without, uh, uh, let me, uh, well, the, the thing is, and uh, we're, we're going to, um, uh, anyways, I, I, when I'm in a better, uh, better place, I can uh, answer that. Wow. That is the guy running the show. <laughs> we are in a lot more trouble than any of us could have ever imagined. You know, there's been a lot of calls for him to have a cognitive examination with the White House medical staff and actually have that released to the public, and it's long overdue. I made a video poking fun at it in on Rumble. You can check that out. I personally don't think he needs one. I think the proof is just looking at him. Try to have a conversation with him. He can't even carry a simple conversation with you, so he certainly shouldn't be running the country. But they are calling for it. I doubt you're ever going to see it. More than likely, the doctor's going to come out and do the Fauci thing, and he's going to say everything's all good, and don't worry about it. Joe Biden is just fine, even though he couldn't tell him what year it is or if he's married to his sister or his wife. (laughs) It's just dumb. Good Lord. Uh, You know, to me, different people have different opinions on what our national treasure is. I honestly believe our national treasure is our children because they carry on what we do, which is the survival of the country. You know, you teach them well, you teach them to love their country. You go out like, for example, this weekend and you take them out and you explain to them the reason we're doing fireworks is it's America's birthday and the kids all enjoy it and they love it and it grows a very fondness in their heart towards their country, which they should have because we're the greatest nation in the world. The only issue we're having is that the radical left doesn't agree with what I just said or what any of us believe. The largest teachers union pledges to fight back against opponents of critical race theory. Uh, This is a Blaze report. You can read it at the Blaze. In the report, it explains how states are trying to ban CRT from being in schools and being taught because it's a failed theory. It's a racist theory, and kids don't need to be taught that. It's not true. Again, it's just a theory, which doesn't mean there's any proof behind it. And it makes kids, especially white kids, be ashamed of themselves and basically hate themselves and America. Well, in a statement from the NEA, publicly through existing media convey its support for the accurate and honest teachings of social studies topics, including truthful and age-appropriate accountings of unpleasant aspects of American history such as slavery and the oppression and discrimination of indigenous, black, brown, and other peoples of color, as well as the continued impact this history has on our current society. The association will further convey that in teaching these topics, it is reasonable and appropriate for curriculum to be informed by academic frameworks for understanding and interpreting the impact of the past on current society, including critical race theory. These people are dangerous, very dangerous. They don't even teach real history. They're teaching you theories. If you go back in time, you want to demonize all white people. Black people own slaves too. But I'm sure that's not going to be brought up in that uh, teaching, in that theory. It's going to all be 
little white person bad, make them feel ashamed, like they did something wrong. You know, there's plenty of white people here whose families came post-slavery and have never owned a slave in their life. But yet, they're supposed to be demonized for it. Any theory that teaches our children to hate each other, for them to see color first instead of seeing each other as people, as individuals, is flawed and wrong. Should not be in schools. But this also shows you the agenda of the left and the teachers' unions. Once you get the hate in these kids' hearts, it would be extremely hard to get it out. Once they see each other's color first and we regress back to the 1800s, which is for some reason what they want, it's going to be hard to get that back out. Why do we want to become racist again? Why would we want to teach these kids to hate each other? My son, one of his best friends in school before we pulled him out, was a black kid. He loved hanging out with them. They were two peas in a pod, buddies running around. You think he saw that he was black? You think anybody cared? We were happy that he had a friend there and they were having a great time together. Who cares? Who cares what color anybody is? Unless you're on the left and then they actually do care. They want to point it out. The sad thing is, is I hope that black people eventually wake up and see that the left is using you for your skin color, which it can't get any more racist than that. They get you upset. They get you on their side. They give you little crumbs to make you feel like they're doing something for you, all to get your votes. They're going to do it with the Hispanics. They're going to do it with the blacks. They're going to do it with any minority group that they think are uneducated enough to not see the game that they're playing. So you really need to pay attention to what these people are doing. CRT should not be in any school. It shouldn't be taught anywhere. I wouldn't even say teach it on college campuses. Now, that's not my call. But if you want to learn something like that, go learn it on your free time. If that's what you want to be, you want to be radical, you want to be a quote-unquote social justice warrior, you want to look up to people like LeBron James who always takes pictures with books that he doesn't even read, go ahead. Be one of those people. That's your choice in life. But to actually have it as a course in school that's mandatory for children to take when they're in such a big developmental stage for their brain and they're absorbing all kinds of information and they haven't really figured out who they are as a person yet, you're going to lead them down a dark path. And in your racist dark path, it's always dark and filled with despair and desperation. Critical race theory teaches white people that from birth, no matter what you do, you're a racist. And it teaches black people and brown people that no matter what, from birth, you're at a disadvantage and you will never be anything because of your skin color. How untrue could it possibly be? Have you seen a black president? Oh, look at uh, Cori Bush this weekend saying 4th of July is just more white supremacy and it's another day to celebrate how they're still being held down as minority, as she's saying it as a congresswoman. <laughs> the, the, the stupidity right there. It, the it's just dumb moment. Yeah, that was it all the way. You're a congresswoman on a world stage. You have what on Twitter? Close to a million followers. But yes, you're so, you're so repressed. My God, you can't get anywhere in life. You went to school. You went to college. You're a congresswoman. <laughs> life is good. I'm sure you're making a lot of money. Like Stacey Abrams. Nobody knew who she was before, what, the, the midterms last go around where she was trying to be the governor of uh, Georgia? 
Now she owns two different homes worth $1.4 million in Georgia. Georgia's not the most expensive state. Trust me, you can get a home, a really nice home, for not that expensive in Georgia. So the fact that you got two homes worth $1.4 million, she's balling. Oh, but she's so oppressed. Oh, my God, look at the oppression everywhere. It's just it's heartbreaking. No, you know what it is? It's just dumb. Yeah. My goodness. It was an interesting weekend. There was a lot of stupid news coming out that was almost hard to keep up with, and I was not really paying attention, I got to say, Saturday evening, all day yesterday, because it was 4th of July, so I was having more fun with the kids and doing the hot dogs and hamburger thing and then all the fireworks. But there was a lot going on. Uh, I hope you like what you're listening to. If you do, please rate and review me. It would help me greatly, and I would very much appreciate it. Uh, Otherwise, you can follow me at Twitter, at LJCONSCRCRN, at CloutHub, LittleJoesCC, at Gab, at LittleJoesCorner, and Parlor at JoeLittle. You can also reach out to me. Go to my website, uh, LittleJoesCC.com. You can go to the contact section and send me a message. Besides that, hope you have a wonderful Tuesday, and I will see you again on Friday.